Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Most of Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. So I'm looking at the Netflix Top 10, and I'm looking to see what's in the top three, right? So wouldn't you know, in the top three, there's another romantic comedy. Now, I was going to go ahead and skip it because there's two other movies there that I haven't seen that one is kind of old, but the other one's kind of new. I was like, well, maybe I'll watch that one. Uh, Since I just did a romantic comedy back in February, Your Place or Mine, which actually wasn't bad. And I do remember I did do a recommendation for that one, if you're into that sort of thing. And um, since the other movie I did this weekend was, like I said, definitely in my normal genre that I like to stay in, Evil Dead Rise. Go check that one out if you haven't listened to it yet. Or go listen to it again. I don't mind. (laughs) I figured I need to be more willing to do stuff outside of the norm. So here we go. A Tourist Guide to Love. Now, I'm sure I've said this before, but I don't hate rom-coms. Not at all. They're okay. My issue with them is just the same formula every single time, which I've said it before So I'm not going to get into it again. So the one I usually like are the ones that give me something different uh, than just the standard formula. So is this one just one of those or, you know, where I get something different or is it going to be the same old, same old? Well, what is this one about? Now, this tourist executive named Amanda is enjoying her job when her boss lets her know her boyfriend wants to talk to her and thinks it's good news. Spoiler free, it's not. (laughs) And uh, since her company is interested in buying a small tour company in Vietnam, uh, they send her, you know, as a sort of a getaway and to clear her head, but also to evaluate and help them make a decision on whether they should buy this company or not. So she goes undercover and she takes the tour. Uh, That's where she meets Sin, the tour guide, and immediately notices he has a different way of doing tours, which is way different than her structured way that she's used to. And that's pretty much where I'll stop. Because from there, uh, during the course of the tour, Sin teaches her new things, not only about Vietnam, but about herself as well. But is she brave enough to incorporate these things into her life on a more permanent basis? So what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a 67% with the audience at a 64% on a rotten scale. Not very many reviews. I think the pros only had six reviews up right now, and the audience was less than 50. Uh, But more importantly, anyway, what did I think? Well, let me get into these positives. Now, let's start with the chemistry of the leads, which I always tell you that's the most important thing, or one of the most important things. And it was pretty solid here. They did a good job of giving off that awkward vibe when you first meet someone and you're attracted to them and you like them. And it wasn't like after a day or two, they were like madly in love and they were comfortable. The progression never really changed above where it should have been for that point in their, you know, their courtship. And I appreciated it since it felt more authentic than the way these things normally go. The other thing I liked about this actually was her journey. Now, her character did go on this trip with one goal in mind, and they showed us that journey from being super structured and careful and thinking one thing of herself to her beginning to open up and realizing maybe she needs to be you know, more open to more experiences and maybe not live her life by uh, what you write down on a piece of paper, which they showed uh, with something as simple as crossing a busy street. Spoiler free, we'll get into that. 
Um, then there was the setting. Of course, the setting was beautiful. You feel like you're on tour with them and learning about Vietnam and the culture. And they don't shove it down your throat either, which I also appreciate. I don't like movies that get preachy and throw things in my face like I'm supposed to feel a certain way about certain things. They give you the information. It's presented in a way to just gain understanding. Because Vietnam is, of course, everybody knows about the war, but it's more than the war. And that war played such a small role in their history. They have a rich culture. And it's cool to learn a little bit you know, about you know, some of that stuff. Oh, and this is one of the few times where the issue that comes up wasn't just simply manufactured. I mean, the issue's there, but it was a very easy fix, which brings me to my negatives. Spoiler free, the conflict slash challenge wasn't really that big a deal at all. I mean, we know nine out of ten of these movies, it ends with them getting together. That's not a spoiler. We all know that. That's how romantic comedies work. But they usually try to give us something that makes you think, how are they going to make this work? Or how are they going to fix it? Is this something that they can get over? Not here, because she already had the tools and the plan in motion to fix everything before it actually happened. So when that third act, it kind of fell flat with them trying to make me feel like there was this big rift between where he was and where she was, and their love wasn't going to work. I was like, well... Really, all they got to do is do this one thing and, you know, it's going to be fine. And I get it. It's a movie and this is more of a nitpick. But if I pay for a tour, I'm fine with going off the beaten path. If they have a very knowledgeable tour guide who's going to show me some stuff that's not, you know, normally tours get a chance to see. They show me some new stuff. That's real cool. That's here or there. But... If you're changing huge amounts of the itinerary and I'm not seeing the stuff that I planned to see or that I wanted to see, I'm probably not just going to you know, sign off and just be cool with everything you want to do. And I guess it's lucky for them. Everyone was just cool and he got lucky. So they were just like, hey, whatever, we'll just do whatever. And they didn't see a lot of the stuff, the more famous sites and things that you expect to see. Like, again, you can skip some of the other stuff, but... I thought they were a little bit too agreeable, uh, and that came off super fake to me. And again, it's a nitpick. It's a movie. I get it. So it's not that big a deal, but I don't want to beat this one up too much. Let me bottom line this one for you. Did I enjoy it? And I'm going to say yes. I'm going to put this one right at a 65% on the rotten scale. It doesn't do anything special or different from most rom-coms. Uh, that third act felt rushed and lacked that conflict that these movies need to make the whole thing work. So uh, there was nothing that was threatening their relationship that couldn't have been fixed very quickly. Uh, it just wasn't there. They tried to make you feel like it was, but it just wasn't there. But the part they did execute flawlessly was her growth in the natural progression of the relationship. I like that a lot. There are certainly worse rom-coms on Netflix. I've reviewed a few of them here, but I would put this one in the worth a watch stack and put it in your queue and check it out if you like these kinds of movies. So I think I'm two for two this year on romantic comedy so far. No, You know what? I take that back. That's not true. Because uh, I wasn't that big of a fan of you people. You people, yeah, I don't want to get into that. Go back. It was February. In, no, end of January, I believe. Was it? Yeah. 
the end of January when that came out, the Eddie Murphy uh, movie um, with Jonah Hill. And yeah, I didn't really wasn't that kind of was mean spirited. I really didn't feel that one. So yeah, so I'm two for three this year on romantic comedies. So maybe I should just stop now while I'm ahead. But of course I can't because if they come out with another one and it's in the top ten Netflix, I'm gonna have to watch it. But anyway, with that being said, I'll close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Pod Bean production, mostly low budget movie reviews with Clarence up on all streaming platforms wherever you listen to your music or podcast. And yeah, I may be back again today with another review, and it will be either a movie in the theater if I have time to go see it, or it's going to be uh, one of the ones in the top three uh, currently uh, trending in Netflix. So you got a pretty good shot of guessing what I'm going to see next. But if you want to know for sure, you got to come back for the next episode. Thank you once again. I appreciate the support. Thank you for tuning in. And I will see you guys next time. Peace.